Welcome to Invitations to Play, Learn, Grow, the podcast. I am your creative solutions creator and professional messmaker, and today I want to talk about how things work. This is a topic that I'm probably going to cover over the next few weeks because there are so many different angles that you can explore the question from. This week, I want to talk about how things work under the sea. So this week, we are talking a lot about sea life and how creatures that live in the ocean communicate, how they cooperate, how they know who plays what role, who can go where, who can't, and how all of this is played out, or how all of these ideas are just known to the different creatures that live within the sea. So this week, I want to talk about how you can explore how things grow in the sea, how different species live in the sea. And the tip that I want to give you to engage in this kind of learning, skill building, and even play is this. I want to encourage you to use pretend play to practice skills like responsibility, which is a skill that we are practicing this week. So you can do this in a lot of different ways. You can set up a lot of different activities that encourage kids to practice being responsible as they take on the role of different creatures that live in the sea. I've talked about exploring under the sea in other podcast episodes, but this one I really want to encourage you to create learning experiences that get kids immersed in the experience of what it's like to be part of the sea. So setting up experiences that allow kids to explore seashells. Where do seashells come from? What are they? Who lives in them, if anyone? Why? Why would a creature make their home inside of a shell? What role do these kinds of creatures play in the larger life cycle of the ocean? How do the different species interact? What roles do they play? Why do some species get along 
and some don't. Why do some species prey on each other and some protect each other? Asking questions like these are the kinds of questions that spark interest and engage kids in wanting to learn more. And by asking these kinds of questions, you can then set up activities that get kids excited to want to learn and gain new experiences around a topic like under the sea. And using pretend play to connect learning activities too is the perfect way to encourage kids to learn new ideas as they feel like they're just engaging in and creating their own play and their own experiences. You can use a lot of different tools to facilitate learning as you explore a topic like under the sea, but what I would encourage you to do is to use real life experiences as your learning and skill building tool. So you can offer seashells and if you're lucky enough to have pieces of coral or sea sponges, you can offer these as tools to practice sorting, to practice science skills, allowing kids to use tools to examine a sea sponge or a piece of coral or a clamshell. And you're giving them different experiences. They're getting to see what it looks like, maybe what it smells like, what it feels like, what it's made of, and encouraging them to compare the different characteristics of these different tools engages them in practicing math and in practicing science skills and asking their own questions around why maybe shells grow the way that they do. Where do sponges and coral live? What do they need to live? How do they protect themselves? Do sponges and coral communicate with other species in the ocean? Do they have a form of communication? Are they a living thing? Are they simply a plant? Or are they an animal that has a thought process, a sense of feelings, and are they able to engage with other plants or other animals that exist around them? So those are some fun ways that you can tie learning and subject practice 
into a play activity centered around a specific topic, like under the seat. So what I want to encourage you to do is get kids to participate in experiencing what it is like to exist in the sea as these different species. You can do this in a lot of different ways, depending on the type of learning setting that you have access to. One of the things that you can do is allow kids space to swim or float in the water the way a jellyfish would, the way a crab would, the way a fish would, the way an octopus would. Each of these species moves in a very different and unique way. And the way that they move engages a different set of gross motor skills. And it also offers up kids the opportunity to experience what it is like to be these different sea animals. Another fun gross motor experience that you can get kids to experience what it is like to be a sea creature is to use dance to move like these species would in the water if perhaps you don't have access to a pool or a body of water where kids could swim. Using music is a learning experience in and of itself, but you're engaging all kinds of skills when you encourage kids to move in the way that sea creatures would, because an octopus is going to move very differently than a starfish, or very differently than a jellyfish would. The other way that you can learn how fish species, fish species, it's a little hard to say, communicate is by getting kids to speak like or sing like different sea creatures. So exploring the different sounds that sea species make. How do these different sea species make these sounds and can you copy them? This is great science practice and it's great um, listening skills practice as they have to hear the sound and then explore what tools they can use to themselves copy the sound. So can you 
copy a whale call? Where does that sound come from? What part of their body do they use? This is great science investigation. It's also a, a great fun play experience all wrapped into one. And kids are just going to have a blast learning to maybe create songs or simply make and copy the sounds of different sea creatures. So this is how I hope you will explore under the sea this week. I hope that you will also tie some skill building into your under the sea exploration as you engage kids in being responsible. And one of the ways that you can tie responsibility into this area of study is by asking the question, how can we as humans be responsible to help see life be healthy? What kinds of things can we do to keep the ocean clean and help sea animals be healthy? And these kinds of activities and this kind of learning is a great way to show kids how to be responsible for the environment and the different forms of animal life that surround us. So that is what I have for you this week. I hope that you will have a ton of fun with these activities. But before I let you go, I want to issue you a challenge. I want to know if you were to choose one sea creature to behave as, what kind of jobs would you be able to do that would make you responsible to or responsible for the other sea creatures around you? What jobs could you do that would be supportive of or helpful to the other sea creatures that you would interact with? That is your challenge for this week. I hope that you will have a ton of fun with this topic of Under the Sea. And I hope you will share your favorite Under the Sea themed activities with me, either in the comments of this episode or you can reach out to me through social media. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook to get daily activity ideas as you follow the themes that we talk about in each week's podcast episode. So you can get a weekly dose of fun learning and skill building activities as well as a daily dose, depending on where you follow me at. So I want to thank you for joining me this week. 
I hope you'll join me again next week when we will <clears throat> explore another topic related to how things work. And we will share more learning and skill building activities to learn and build skills through play. I will talk to you soon.